So were you – did you – don't look at me like did that. Did I <laughs> – did did I do I did you have I did you follow my oh shit um trip to DC last yeah. weekend did you follow that yeah oh absolutely okay I was at work and I was like that bitch is playing golf I was pissed <laughs> Man, that's not fair <laughs> so so for those of you who don't know uh one of my coworkers and I were both gay which is really fucking funny no way what and I keep... you're gay. <laughs> you <laughs> i was about to, i was literally about to say yes he's gay but then you're like you, oh, <laughs> shut up so 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 i always make jokes i'm like you want to play straight chicken and he's like no god and i was like yeah, me neither <laughs> so um he we're we're gating <laughs> we're <gasps> we're <laughs> we're gay dating that's a joke <laughs> And so I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> he was on who said it, not me. He's like, "We're going." I'm like, "We need it." Because I, I was like, "We're gonna, we need to go on a gay date together." And then later he came back. He's like, "Yeah, we're gating." So he's the only ten out of ten, right? Because he's the only gay person I know, and I'm the only gay person he knows. And then apparently, like, he keeps making like anytime he tells somebody, he's like, "Don't." He's like, "Don't like gay men and lesbians hate each other?" And I was like, "Me and him are like, where is this coming from?" I was like, "So apparently that's a thing." Oh, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was like, I'm in the who? I was like, yeah, no. What? I was like, wild, stu- stupid. Stop dividing us. This is fucking weird. It's us versus the straights. Stop. So <laughs> we went golfing in yeah, DC. That's the straightest thing I've ever heard. No putt putt. We need to go golfing. Oh, okay. Okay, I was about to say like regular ass golf. That's pretty fucking straight. Yeah, that's gross. We're not. No, absolutely not. I used to play um, golf. Our wrists are broken here. We went and played putt putt. So reasonable. You played golf. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You <laughs> a told long me. time ago. You told me that. Disgusting. So it was fun. I had a good time. It was an indoor putt putt range. Hell yeah. The food was immaculate. Hell the yeah. Food was amazing, right? So we we get in and there's like two putt like it's like a. It's a two-story bar, and the putt-putt courses are on the bottom. That's dope. Right. So we get in. We get downstairs, and they're like, yeah, the bar's open, and, like, you're going to start – like, you're going to tee off at 1240. Go get fucking lit before you play putt-putt. And I'm like – Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So, uh, I, like, so it's hilarious because I, the lesbian, ordered a Guinness, and then Ooh, Chris, yeah. the gay boy, ordered a, a Moscow Mule – and then a bunch of oh, those are so good. Yeah, but then he ordered a bunch of fruity drinks, which was hell yeah, hilarious. Because I apple teenies. Um, I have a friend that loves apple teenies. I don't remember what drink he ordered. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, so he was ordering fruity drinks, and I just kept ordering like thick dark beers, which was hilarious. Uh, the woman there was absolutely gorgeous. Did not. I don't believe no. in like hitting on somebody while they're at work. That's smart. Right. I don't. That's not cool because it's like, yeah. Yeah. So or you could do what the kids do and leave her your Snapchat just in case. Oh, fuck. Why do you do this to me? You always have <laughs> good ideas after. You didn't call me and ask. I would have told you then. I swear to God. Okay, so now I'm upset. Um, So we get, we, we're on empty stomachs and we took the train into D.C. So like, yeah, right. So we get there, we get fucking hammered off of one drinks. And then they're like, and we go to like turn on our drinks. I'm like, can you like, and they're like, no, no take it on the course and we're like what oh my god that's amazing right so we went onto the course and i was whooping chris's ass because get wrecked right so we're on the course and then a fucking 
caddy person, uh, golf, uh, um, the bah, cart, a golf beer caddy. caddy. Yeah. But it was just a person with like a thing. Right. Obviously not like yeah. a, in a car. Right. So they come up and they're like, you want more not drink? Not the inanimate object. <laughs> what? <laughs> not the inanimate object, the caddy. The right, person, no, the, the caddy. A person. Right. Oh my exa- God. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they come up and they were like, hey, you want more drink? You look like you're running low. And it's like, fuck yes. So we ordered more drinks, and then they came out with drinks, and then we gave them the old glasses, and then they went away, and then I continued to still whip Chris Khan's ass, um, and it was great. Hell yeah! So I won. Even well, that's good. Even when even when he lied, I still won, which was really funny. even when he lied. Yeah, that's cause, new because he got like a he got like a five. Yeah, par, and then I wasn't paying attention. Uh huh. And then he said three. Oh. And then later I was when I was tallying up, and I was like. This seems too close. Like it's like what like because it was like two point difference. He goes, oh yeah. He goes, no, it should be, uh, two more. So there was a four point difference, and I was like, okay, you little lie bag. I see. So <clears throat> we're drunk. We get more. We get. Oh my god, the food was amazing. Oh, the place was called the place. Okay, back yeah, up. I'm tell me. so sorry. I have to back up. When Chris was asking me to go to this place, he literally yeah. just said, "Hey, you want to go to Swingers?" <laughs> now excuse me that bitch knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing <laughs> i was like excuse me we're doing what and i was like sir i turn into a useless lesbian with one woman and you want me to what so so um then he was like that's the name of the pup puck course it's called swingers in downtown dc in dupont circle so i was like oh you should have led with that so anyways oh no he led with exactly what he was supposed to correct he knew he knew what he's doing so we get food there. It was fucking amazing. And then we got more drinks. And then it was amazing. Expensive. Expensive. Oh, for sure. But, I mean. It's, it's in it's D.C. expensive. Right. It's just a expensive area. So we get trashed. And then as we were riding the longest fucking escalator in our fucking lives back down to the metro, we almost fell down the escalator that both of us drunk because we were trying to look up the escalator as we were looking down the escalator. And it didn't yep. work out. So anyways. Um sobered up running the train and then we went to an art gallery that was really cool and then um, ooh, art ooh. of course i was being a dick bag we'd be like mm, mm-hmm, yes look at the and then we'd be talking about it and be like but but i could have done better <laughs> oh absolutely yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> i was being a fucking <laughs> asshole so we get back so we're, this we're going to a point because like i have a i have a point to this so yeah yeah we go back to his apartment or his townhouse with his other roommates, and we're just chilling and talking. And uh, we make pizza, which, by the way, make a fucking pizza in a cast iron skillet. Oh my god! Yeah. Are you fucking? Hell yeah! Why has no one like the most cr- like the perfect crust? Anything the- in a cra- cast iron skillet is fucking great. So good. So we're making this, and of course, you have to understand, Chris is a gay man. I'm a lesbian. So, like, we're going to have that love-hate relationship where he just calls me, like, stupid and silly, and I'm like, fuck you, gay boy, and whatever, right? So, he's doing, and that's fine. I laugh. We laugh. It's cool. Like, safe space. And one of his other roommates is a little bit more serious. Yeah. So, as he's, like, I said something stupid on purpose. I know what I'm saying for the most part. Sometimes stuff just comes out, and I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. So so I say something and then Chris replies back, You're stupid. And his roommate goes, You know, Chris, you're a little a little hard on her. Chris uh-huh. says Yeah. It's uh-huh. o- it's okay. She's used to it with all the shitty women she's dated. <laughs> Got him. And I start, <laughs> I 
thing. I was like, Chris, what the fuck, man? Don't say the quiet part out loud. I started crying. And the roommate got so uncomfortable. He's like, uh, what the fuck? And I'm like crying. I'm like, listen, Chris, that's a good joke. A great joke even. But I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. Holy shit. Oh. <coughs> no, I can't breathe. That was amazing. Uh, well, good joke. No. As someone who, who also uh, sometimes cries when some people make jokes. Yeah. Yep. I get you. When, shit. When someone cracks a joke and you cry over it, it's when it's a good fucking joke. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Which also, uh, if anybody hears a cat screaming, uh, my cat's right next to my mic. So he's gonna you eat might it. hear my cat. He might. He might. I don't know. He's happy right now. He's just digging his claws into my arm really hard. So it's the love. We'll see. Can you feel it? Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. All right. Tell me. Tell me one joke. One joke. Yeah. Tell me one. You just want one. Yeah. Oh no! Don't nope. put your ass on my microphone. <laughs> okay. Here's. Ooh. Ooh. Here's a good one. Did you know that the Mortal Kombat theme song was based on a Scandinavian church song? What? Yeah. It's a Finnish hymn. <laughs> <laughs> That's the face I wanted. Thank you. No. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's pretty great, actually. I I have one more. Tell me one more. Okay. Um, what do the movies The Sixth Sense and the Titanic have in common? Um, dead bodies. Ah, I see dead people. <gasps> that one's pretty fucking good. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> laugh, but damn, that was good. <laughs> I know that one was actually great. <laughs> Thanks oh. for coming to my joke show. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. You enrich my life every day being your friend. And Aww. Oh, my God. But you want to know That's really what sweet. also enriches my life? Yeah. Spooky stories. <laughs> you know what's really funny? What I've I've done that so much the whole like segue into spooky stories or scary stories yes. or whatever yes um that now my friends that are people that also listen to the podcast pull that shit on me good because I was I, I know was... who you're talking about and I appreciate them both <laughs> no so actually no my I have two coworkers now and and one of their Ooh. husbands that listens to the podcast hell now. yeah and so welcome friends so I was messaging one of them and then I was like. I forget what the question was, but I was like, you want to know, like, I was like, but like that, I asked a question and basically she replied back, scary stories. And I just screamed, laughed in the middle of the office and it was good. good. So at any good. rate. I appreciate that. Okay. Anyways, uh, heads or tails? Uh, for this topic, booty ass. Okay. Big old booty ass. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh shit. Ah! I'm so glad that it didn't hit you in the face. I mean, it would have been for comical it would have been I mean, an art. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, it landed on booty ass, so you're going to go first. Hell yeah. But. First. Be- before we start, we do something here. What do we do here? Patreon. If you want to support yeah. us and whatever the fuck this is, be sure to head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash her. Fuck. Patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have the $5 investigator tier where you get your standard bonus shit and then uh the seven dollar tier which you get a sticker in the mail and access to bonus episodes yes and yes. also a, a virtual high five for me a um, personal virtual high five yeah that that 
Yes. Oh Kay. my god, cat. Jesus. Sweet. So this week, this week. Okay, tell me Zoe. We're covering. Tell me Zoe Nohan. Oh yeah, that's my name. Hello, tis I. <laughs> uh, we're covering people, and I'm covering the Warrens. Yes. Fucking tell me. Are okay. they fake? So, or are they real? What's going on? So my plan this week is to just tell you about like basically the history of them. Okay. Because there there's so much shit about oh. the Warrens and like so much information. Um, we're just gonna basically cover like their history and like a little teeny tiny bit about them, like how they met, how they became a team. Like mention some of their cases without detail because I'm gonna cover those in the future. Gimme. And next week is just gonna be all the juicy spicy gossip. <laughs> Give and that, I'm so excited. Give me that juice. So juicy. So juicy. Okay, great. So this week is going to be sweet and wholesome. Next week's going to be a fucking shit show. Gay. Oops. So a lot of this, a majority of this, was taken directly. Yes. Yes. I can. I said it was gay, but I just want everyone to know I'm gay, so I can say that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Even, it didn't even register. I know, but. Yeah. No. That's totally yes. Okay. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i'm sorry no yes. let me, i'm sorry straight okay now we continue. Yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> how, how straight it, it is because they're yes they're straight it's Cause, true oh because oh, they're a guy and I, <laughs> fuck. i'm so slow i'm so stupid we need to stop recording after you lift stuff because there's no brain there's no blood in your brain listen i'm so fucking thankful we took an hour because i couldn't even type when i got home oh fuck jesus christ okay go ahead <laughs> Okay, okay. So a majority of this information I got from directly from TonySapura.com. Uh Tony Sapura is their um son in law. He oh. married their daughter, Judy. So yeah, he's he apparently worked with them for like 50, 30 years too before yeah. they died, so that's kinda cool. Didn't know that. Learned a lot of stuff, which is good. Hey. Learning things is good, right? Tell me the things that you learned. Never. Okay. So this is a quote directly from the website. Although they fast on Ed and Lorraine Warren have been considered America's preeminent experts on the subject of spirits and demonology. Even more important, perhaps, is the fact that for the past 50 years, religious authorities have consistently turned to Ed and Lorraine to to control some of the most profane outbreaks of diabolical phenomena in the country. If you had nobody that would listen or help you, you turn to the Warrens. I don't... I just, I just want to preface this with, like, yes. I also, like, I never want to, like, discredit somebody yeah for, like, having spiritual paranormal abilities, yeah. right? Right. But I, I, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt, because I, I also think he was a dirtbag who was, like, also sleeping with a minor, and... Um, hey, that's for next week. Leave the spice out of this. Sorry. That's a, it's a foreshadow. <laughs> it's a prelude. It's, it's, it's fine. The, it's to um, hook, hook it's the fine. listeners. Right. Nobody fucking Google it. I'll fight all of you. <laughs> and then... You gotta let me tell you. Right. And then I think she actually did what... But, like, they also, like, took advantage of people who were having a hard time and then like actually just was like money and then okay yeah all right yeah i just want to yeah know. there's oh absolutely yeah okay. now all of this is pretty much like the the like good about them um from tony's perspective and uh that he's linked in my notes all of that is there uh, i wanted to like very in the beginning like all this good good is from him um Next week, we're going to cover some stuff that is not so good. And once again, this is not my own personal opinion. This is just what I have found on the internet. I'm literally just telling you what I have found. Gimme. So here we go. Gimme, gimme, gimme. So Ed was a demonologist, and Lorraine was something called a trance medium, 
right? Oh, I'm sorry. The, the audio glitched out. A what? A trance medium. A trance medium. All right. Yes. Yes. So Ed Warren Miney, I didn't realize his last name was actually Miney and they used his middle name, uh, was born September 7th, 1926 in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Hey. He died August 23rd, 2006 at the age of 79 in Connecticut as well. They lived there forever. Ed had been exposed to the paranormal very early in his life as his childhood home was haunted. So when he was five years old, he saw an apparition. Um, it grew out of this like little dot in front of his eyes that coalesced into his family's landlady who had passed away the year before. What the fuck? Right. So he said that she was semi-transparent and wearing what looked like some kind of shroud. And then after he had like cataloged what she looked like, she disappeared. Great. I hate it. Oh. Yeah, you're welcome. So all throughout <laughs> that house, uh, he would feel temperatures drops in the rooms. He would hear footsteps and then the sounds of heavy breathing. Uh, he also sometimes oh. started seeing, uh, like, faces in the closets. No. Which I thought was fucked up. No, that's... Bro. <laughs> Just the closets. That's the fucking... That's worst. the worst. That, yeah. you know, but, but you know what? That makes sense because with all of their fucking movies that they do, there's always somebody in the motherfucking uh -huh. closet. And that is the yeah. most terrifying shit. Did I ever tell you? Yeah. Side note, we're going to divert. We're going to segue. Yeah. Tell me. I had my parents always try to get me to play with dolls because like, you're a girl. Ew. Like, you want to play? I was like, no. Like, if I do, give me a fucking Power Ranger. Give me a fucking Transformer, right? Something. I had an Elmo doll in my closet. Ew. And you know how like his eyes are like white and like almost yeah. kind of on the top of his head? Yeah. When I would look in my closet late at night, all I could see was just those white eyes. Big old eyes. Yeah. And, and I, then I got into the habit of closing my closet door every single night. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Closet suck dick. Disgusting. Anyway. <laughs> and I would know. Okay, so. I was in yeah, one. Nope. For 22, 21 years. <laughs> it's a gay joke. Oh, God. Yeah, it, w it was. <clears throat> yeah. Ha! Huh. Go ahead. So soon after that, he began to have dreams of relatives who had passed away, uh, ones that he had never met. So one of them was his aunt, who had died before he met her. Uh, she would come to him and tell him things about his future. She said that he would help many priests, but would never become a priest himself. That's about right. That's kind of kind of spooky. Now, Lorraine Rita Morin was born January 31st, 1927 in Bridgeport, Connecticut. She died on April 18th, 2019 at the age of 92. Yeah, she lived for fucking ever. Yes. Yeah, she actually consulted on the first Conjuring movie. First and second, I think. Nice. Weirdly enough. So Lorraine, like Ed, was exposed to the paranormal very early in her life, and she just assumed that everyone had the same abilities that she did. Um, she started out being able to see auras and stuff when she was, I think, in nine, eight or nine years old, um, and just assumed that everybody could see, like, the lights around people. She figured out she was wrong about that when she was around 12, and it was Arbor Day at her all-girls private Catholic school, and her classmates had just, like, planted a little bitty tree, and she was looking at the tree, and then she was able to see the tree fully grown, like how it would be in however long, right? Damn. So she was looking up at the sky at this really cool fucking tree, and a nun asked her, what are you looking at? And she says, oh, I'm looking at how the tree is going to be. And the nun said, oh, so you're, you're looking into the future in like that sassy, disrespectful, like, look at this fucking dumb kid kind of way? I And Lorraine... <laughs> God. And Lorraine goes, huh, yeah, I guess I am. 
So she just <laughs> she just sassed her real good. Good. As you do, you know. So now, how did the two of them uh, meet? You you might ask me how hey. Ed and Lorraine met. Hey, Zoe. Yeah? How did Ed and Lorraine meet? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> well, it turns out that Lorraine loved movies. So she and her friends would go to the Colonial Theater in Bridgeport, Connecticut pretty often. And one evening in 1944, um, the girls all went together. And before they walked in, one of Lorraine's friends was like, hey, there's this cute boy working. His name is Ed and he's an usher. And Lorraine was like, boys are stupid. School's more important. Boys are dumb. That's how she described it. Um but then, of course, she walks in and she sees him and she's like, ooh, ooh, gee, look at this nice looking young man. Ew. <laughs> they, they all look like thumbs, but anyways. Yes, all of them. <laughs> Although, honestly, if you were going to date a boy, it would like the 40s, like they were they had attractive clothing in the 40s. Let's be real. They look nice. They're looking sharp. Uh, I mean, yeah, because like it's better than ripped jeans, flip flops and whatever the fucking yeah. shirt that they pulled out of the closet that probably hasn't been washed. In a month, yeah, absolutely gross. Ugh. I'm so I was specifically quoting a specific person in my brain, the the first guy I unfortunately ever dated. God bless. Yep. During That's my straight, unfortunate. During my straight phase. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Take a drink. Go ahead. What are you drinking? Gross. Uh, ginger ale. I knew it. Yeah, I had um been mixing it with vodka, but we ran out. So. It's 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 been a while. It's been a time in retail, my friend. I mean, it's been a time, right? right. Ooh. Okay. So after the movie, like the smooth talker that he apparently was, he offered to walk the girls home, and they stopped at like uh like a concessions place, you know, and mm-hmm. he bought them all cokes for five cents a piece. Ooh. But then when it got to Lorraine, she said, "Oh no, I want an ice cream soda." <gasps> oh, fancy, which was <sighs> ten cents. Oh. Big money, double, big, big fucking money spender over here. Double. So as a result of that, in the future, Ed would always joke about how Lorraine was a gold digger just there for his money. And he knew <laughs> from that point, <laughs> ten cents. Shit. <laughs> Very funny. So as they split up for the night, Ed like walked across. He was like, "Have a good night," and like left and walked like ran across the road. And as he was going, Lorraine didn't see him as the like young sixteen year old man that he was. She saw him as a fully grown man, as her husband. So, like, she knew what he looked like. She knew she was going to marry him. Like, she gets home and she writes down, today I met the man I'm going to marry. Like, super invested, super cute, right? Unfortunate. But, yeah, that's great for Uh, her. Great for her. Yeah, uh, sure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, she was Catholic. Divorce wasn't really a thing that you do. So, yeah. So, in 1945, the next year. Ed joined the Navy at 17 years old and was deployed for four whole months in World War II. Oh. The, the reason he was deployed for four whole months was because he was immediately after sent home on survivor's leave after his ship sank. Oh, my fucking God. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Uh, his, his ship that he was on collided with an oil tanker. Uh. So... A fire erupted, and all the men who wanted a chance to live jumped off into the cold-ass icy water of the Atlantic Ocean. So that's cool. That's good. That's, right? Damn. Ugh. And that's so not... I, that's that's a jump, by the way. Yeah. That's not... That's scary. That's not 10 feet. No, that's a, that's a big... That's damn. a big time. What a time to be in the Navy. So as Ed's, like, in the icy water, treading water, pray, he starts to pray... 
uh, for help. And luckily, he was rescued, as well as most of the other people. So when he arrives back in the States, he immediately is like, Hey, Lorraine, some stuff's changed. Do you want to get married? And he has a 30-day survivor's leave. So they get married immediately. And then after that 30 days was up, he goes back to fight in World War II. A year later, they ended up having a daughter named Judy. So that's cool. Then in 1951... So four years after that, Ed returns from serving in the Navy to be with his family. At this point, he decides to enroll in Yale's arts uh, subsidiary school, Perry Art School. Okay. um, Because both uh, he and Lorraine had a talent for landscape art painting. And they chose, rather than painting landscapes, they were just going to travel around and paint haunted houses. Which I think is kind of cute. That's super fucking specific, but I'm here for it. I know! It's weird. It's weirdly specific because Ed would like, he would find either in the paper or like talk to people around town and be like, what is the most haunted house in this place? Because at that time, spiritualism was a big thing. Okay. Like it has resurgence every like 20 or 30 years, right? Like we're in one now. Um, so he asked, would like ask around and like find out which house was super haunted and then go up to the people and like sketch their house and be like, hey. If you want to tell us your ghost story, we'll give you the sketch. And it worked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> which I thought was super fun. Which, which, by the way, like every other fucking house in Connecticut is haunted as shit. Oh, I'm sure. Because it's old. It's old as piss. Yeah. This cat's so needy. needy. Holy shit. I don't know why he's so needy. He's killing me. <laughs> oh, so after a few semesters, Ed withdrew from the school. And the couple started to set up these little pop-up stands throughout, like, tourist areas in Massachusetts, Vermont, Rhode Island, and coastal Connecticut to see Ed's paintings of, like, haunted landscapes and, like, the haunted houses and stuff. So sometimes the couple would, like, roll up to a well, like, to the well-known haunted house and be like, hey, let me draw your house. Tell me all your stories. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. Then in a year later, in 1952, the couple founded the New England Research, or excuse me, the New England Society for Psychic Research, or NESPER, yeah. to document their research. So every haunted house that they had any information on, they would write it down and like put it in the NESPER archives, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Okay. I have a question. I have an answer. When did he? When did she tell him about the woo-woo visions? I don't know. That's not like Damn. nowhere that I looked was that information, which sucks. It's kind of important. Yeah, because I I would, like, they were very private people, even though they, like, early on, they didn't have a lot of, like, notoriety. So nobody asked those questions. But, like, as time went on and after they got, very like, older, people started to wonder, okay, so, like, what what is this? How does this work? What does it look like? Stuff like that. So I don't, well, I, I don't have that information, I asked the question. Yeah, but unfortunately, both of them are dead, so I can't ask. So... You're you're starting to sound really muffled with your mic and the cat. Damn it. Is that any better? I mean, that's better, yeah. Yeah. I actually have to, like, look at the mic. <laughs> yeah, you need to, like... Weird. Almost like you think that. Thank you. No. Well, whatever. We don't have... To, uh, I, I don't need to live with this. the answer to this question. It's fine. We can... I mean, I, I really, I really want to know the answer, and I'm going to read some books and see if I can find the answer, but as for right now, I don't know that answer. Okay. Because, like... Might change. As he is a person who is, like, obviously obsessed with paranormal. Not obsessed, but, right. like, healthily, like, healthily obsessed. Eh. Like. Debatable. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he would be like, 
that's so fuck like was he like that's so fucking cool like wh- like i i got to know okay yes yeah. so that that question does in fact get answered um i i do want to say like they didn't start their life expecting to like be paranormal researchers they had every expectation of just being landscape artists and that's how they were going to make their living okay so that's kind of cool to me i think that's interesting absolutely okay so during the time that they founded nesper lorraine was actually a skeptic excuse me like she she didn't think people were experiencing half of what they were okay but also she could fucking see into the future so like yes yeah yeah, so so it was more a like, oh, your house is haunted. Are you sure it's not just the wind, like that kind of thing? Ah, uh, okay. Like so when, when, yeah, yeah. So Lorraine was the do all, be all, end all. Okay, yeah. Obviously, yes. Obviously, yes. Yeah, can like, confirm. Okay. Yeah. So even though she was a medium, she didn't necessarily think that people were experiencing hauntings. So like more often than not, she thought they were just getting spooked by the creaking in their houses or just suffering from overactive imaginations. Okay. So, yeah. <sighs> Fair. But as they continued to, like, roll up to these houses and, like, speak to people, she realized that more and more of them had similar experiences. So, like, things that were the same across all of the quote-unquote hauntings. She realized, okay, maybe maybe there's, like, a string of truth to this because it would be people who were on, co- on complete opposite sides of the states. So it wasn't like they knew each other and could be like, yeah, no, this is what's happening in my house. What's happening in your house? So wait, kind of gross. So they were getting consistent paranormal activities across the state with people that didn't even know each other. Yeah. Yeah. So they would like roll up to a house and it would be like, oh, yeah, we get cold spots. We get like this weird flickering of lights and like all of your classic things that you're like, oh, the house is haunted. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The staples. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Yeah, so that made her go, oh, maybe maybe this shit's real. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Because, yeah, like, when they're first starting to do it, they didn't have access to all this knowledge like we do. Because, like, to us, that's, like, that's a fucking given. But to them, yeah. that was not a given. Yeah, yeah, because we have the internet. They had a local library where none of this shit was. <sighs> I kind of like, I kind of, kind of, don't hold me to it, but I kind of like the era that we're born in just because. God, yes. But Yeah. But also. Thank you for the internet. But also everything else. <laughs> no, one, no one can see my face, but I'm cringing like hell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So ar- around this time is when they started to collect haunted objects in their house, files, tapes, all of those things from their investigations. And they put them in Ed's office, which was uh, adjoining to their house. Adjoining? So, well, like it, it was like a like on the first floor, but like a, a, a like kicked out to the side if that makes sense like far end add on to the house yes okay yeah like that kind of a thing okay so that was in 1952 in 1952 well after 1952 we're into 1968 oh don't threaten which me is with 16 years where later where the fuck did you get the knife from my pocket <laughs> oh that's right i forget <laughs> you're a southerner that's just like a staple yeah and also, I work in retail store that I have to put product away. So, so whenever so I, have a knifey. I mean, that's fair. I told so like my uncle, right? Yeah, northerner. Like we're northerners, right? Okay, I and guess. So I had been what? I guess. I mean, I mean you've lived here for so long. Shut, I don't know. You're still shut, technically in a southern state. Shut up! What? You don't. Are. No. Hmm. Mm. 
We've literally had this conversation. You agreed with me that I was not a Southerner. Eh. I'm just being ornery today. That's I know all. you are. It's on yeah. site. It's yeah. on site. So. That's fine. My uncle comes down. And, of course, I had been living in the South for a while. And I was like, oh, yeah, boot knife. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He was like, people don't do that. And I was like, <laughs> my guy. <gasps> all right, my, Jimmy. Yeah, they lit- do. Literally, my mom went on a date with this guy who was Southern AF and mm-hmm. at the dinner table pulled out his boot knife and proceeded to cut up the pizza with his boot knife. And I was like, boot knife is real. Oh, he's just trying to show off. Yes. And it completely and utterly backfired. My mom was like, this is yeah. fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, no, that's wild. Yeah, no. So anyways, um, told her not to do it. And then she got her glasses fixed, her, her prescriptions redone after that because she was like, I... Nope. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was right. Thank you. So, anyways. That's, um, that's actually really funny. Anyways, back to what we're fucking here for. Anyways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> Story about the Warrens. So, um, 16 years later, after the, the founding of uh, Nesper, in 1968, they encountered the Annabelle doll. Oh, my. Which we've, we've talked about. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, wait, wait. Wait, yeah. wait. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, from, like, the start yes. to, like, Annabelle... Yes. They're doing cases in between that, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they okay. Are. Yes. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm just hitting, like, the highlights. And then, so, a couple years later, in 1971, they encountered the Perrin family. Who's that? Which is the case that The Conjuring was based off of. Did we cover that? Not yet. <gasps> Can I do it? Yeah, we're gonna. Sure. I- yeah. Yay! I'm okay, perfectly great. happy with that. Okay. Then, in 1974, we get the Lutz family in the Amityville case. Okay. And... I left out another one of their ones, but that's okay. Uh, throughout their active years from 1977 to 1992 is when they were, like, actively investigating. The Warrens investigated over 100 cases that and collected evidence, relics, artifacts, and testimony from each and every single one of those. Damn. Yes. Damn. So I actually found a magazine article from April of 1972 that featured them. Whoa. And I, ha- I linked it in my notes because it's just such a good fucking magazine. Like, it's 10 out of 10. So it talks of uh, some of their work and mentions some of, like, the weird stuff that they got calls for that, like, didn't pan out. Uh, one of the things was an 18-year-old girl who demons drove her to practice human vampirism. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. I was like, uh, excuse me? Uh, what? <laughs> yep. They have evidence of that, apparently. Apparently that was a thing. They also have uh, evidence of a ghost with mixed emotions that helped a family renovate its house. So the ghost was directing the renovation. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna avoid the all of the other questions, and I'm just going to ask, did the house even, did it turn out good? I assume so. I mean, I didn't like, I don't know which house it was because they didn't tell us, but I then, assume it turned out well. Then who cares? It doesn't. I hope they fucking make a movie about that, and I hope it's going to be great. I really, really hope so. I really <laughs> hope so. I hope um, no at HGTV. Hmm? I hope that shows up. There on we HGTV. are. HGTV. The first movie of HGTV is that. Okay, great. Anyways. <laughs> oh no! A ghost decorated my house. <laughs> so good. That's pretty good. That'd be so good. That's, that's okay. good. You're always so full of great titles. Anyways, thank you. I appreciate it. I try. It's the bees. Try real hard. Oh yeah, it's a constantly the bees. <laughs> Another one that actually was kind of really spooky to me um 
Ed was getting asked a couple of questions, and uh, they asked him, like, what's the craziest story that you've had recently? And he goes, well, there was the story of this 13-year-old girl who's playing with a Ouija board, and she asked for proof of the spirit's presence, and he said, quote, she got this proof with two days and two nights of hell. <laughs> so yeah, you don't, cool. you don't fucking challenge. No. No, she made a mistake. So it started with a manifestation of an animal walking across her bed, like on her bed. Uh, so like, it, I imagine in my brain hole that it would feel like a cat walking across your bed or like a small dog or something. Like just enough to like, you know, something's there and it's uncomfy. Right. And then from there, it went to um, being beaten and bruised almost everywhere on her body. Oh, uh, so like zero to four thousand. Yes. And then from there, like it just progressively got worse with like more assault. Um, Ed believes that the only reason the little girl lived is because her mother prayed and sprinkled holy water on her daughter co- like constantly for those two days. So that's pretty gross. I didn't like that very much. Okay. Okay. Um. In that same article, Ed and Lorraine talk about how only one in 20 of the reports that they get are actually true cases. The rest of them are just people, like, getting spooked by, like, there's a window that's blowing blowing open because their latches need to be replaced. Or, like, the doors don't close all the way. So they're just, oh, no, the door's opening, but it's not actually. Mm. So... That's kind of wild to think, like, they investigated over 100 cases that they had to disprove more than that. Yeah. Like, that's wild. Ugh. Nah, I'm good. I don't want that many cases. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. So the Warren son-in-law I mentioned earlier, Tony Sapura, uh, worked with Ed and Lorraine for over 30 years before they passed. And he is now the head curator of the Warren Occult Museum and is also the director of Nesper and is still actively investigates... All sorts of stuff. So that's kind of fun and cool. Uh, so that is everything that I found on just the history of the Warrens. I also have some fun facts. Tell me. I like fun facts. Yes. So fun fact. The Warrens would try anything and everything to logically and physically explain what was happening somewhere before they would agree to take any cases. Uh-huh. So they wouldn't take someone else's word for anything. So when someone was like, oh, my house is haunted, they were like, oh, that's interesting. And then Ed would show up and like try to rule out any non-paranormal explanation before he would like invite Lorraine into the space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of weird. Damn cat. Yeah, he just j- climbed up on me, but then his like one of his feet fell off the desk and he almost fell. <laughs> He's so dumb. stupid. That's far for the course. Sweet boy. He's so dumb. So another fun fact is they're both devout Roman Catholics and their faith included the belief that the supernatural is a thing and also that there is a world beyond death. Hmm. Uh, The Warrens always worked super closely with the Catholic Church during and like did multiple exorcisms. Ed was eventually recognized as the only Catholic lay expert on demonology. Hmm. Isn't that just crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. the, The Catholic Church was like, ah, you're not a priest, but yeah. You know what you're doing. Okay. Fair enough. Wild. Another fun fact. The Warrens gained popularity in the mainstream media and appeared on popular television shows like The Merv Griffin Show, The Tom Schneider Show, A Haunting, and Scariest Places on Earth. Spicy. Okay. <laughs> so pop they that. would spread the... Yeah. Pop, pop that, pop that, make that money. I mean, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Is that pickle juice? 
I've been sitting here drinking it. What do you? I know. I just, I just making sure it's got stuff in it. It's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you, got, you enjoy what you enjoy. You know, disgusting. No, it's just <laughs> spicy pickle juice. Spicy or sweet? Spicy. Spicy. Okay. Yeah, the only all... acceptable pickles. Oh, chili peppers. Yeah. Wait. Hell what did yeah. you say? Sweet people. Sweet, <laughs> sweet people eat sweet pickles. Sweet pickles are disgusting. That's not necessarily true. It is. I do well, like sweet pickles. Dill. I, I really like both. Like, dill pickles are great, but I also like bread and butter pickles. They're so good. I'm literally Ugh. nauseous. That's weird. Ridiculous. I also like candied jalapenos. I mean, that, yo, that's... Those are really good. Yeah. But, like, bread and butter? Yeah. I feel like Bread and butter southern. pickles. Yeah, it's It is. Thing. It 100% is a southern <laughs> thing. They're so good, though. Oh. No. Oh. I bought those really famous pickles that everyone is liking right now. Grillos. I have never had those. Really? Really? Are they okay? Everyone really likes them, and I... Grillo pickles. Grilla. Someone is just screaming at us right now. It's not pronounced... It's pronounced a different way or whatever. No, it is grillos. Grillos pickles. I have never heard of them, so I can't... I, there must be a northern pickle because I've never seen them in the south. Um, they're okay. I mean, they are they're they're a fresh. It's a fresh pickle. Like it is oh. like very crisp, very fresh. But it's like I don't know. It's oh, okay. Fair. I don't know. It is what it is. I like I like Clausen. I don't know how to say that. Clausen. I don't Clausen. know. I don't know. Hot and spicy chips. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Let's okay, go back. Are, no, 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 no. Wait. Chips or spears? I prefer spears. I just can't find these in mm. spears. Okay. I prefer chips. So. Hmm. Well, hmm. I prefer spears. To, if it, Wait, under what context, though? Are we like just, are we putting them in something or are we snacking on them? Okay. Yeah. Good point. Mm. Snacking pickles or spears, like sandwich pickles or chips. No. Are you the opposite? Yes. What the well, fuck? No. Okay, wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. I don't eat sandwiches. I oh, do okay. wraps. So if it's a wrap, oh. it's a spear. If it's a sandwich, it's a chip. Okay, but that's snacking. We'll see. I was thinking snacking I was thinking is sandwiches. Chips. Snacking is chips. Really? Yeah. Why would you eat mm. a whole spear? You're because eating a whole delicious? spear snack on a chip. Like a single s- chip or like multiple chips? Well, like multiple chips. Right. So you're gonna eat about the same amount. But like it, like <laughs> it, 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 it like divides up the experience. Yeah. Evenly. Yeah. Instead of just shoving a whole spear in your mouth. I mean, you don't eat the whole spear at a time. You just, have to bite it. Just. Don't. <laughs> I wish fucking, we were. I'm I really <laughs> fucking idiot. No, you're not. I really wish that we put the videos of these out sometimes because uh, I mean I, I did record that. Motion. So damn it. No, I did. Oh, oh, okay. Well, we'll talk. We'll see. I don't know. Perfect. Kay. If this was a YouTube video, that would be the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, can we go back I, to I'm what sorry. Let's talk about, talking about the rain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh, okay, so so they like to spread the word about what they did through media appearances, right? Uh, speaking engagements, and even like they would go to like college colleges and do like lecture tours, which is kind of wild. Mm. Um, they wanted to like their whole purpose in doing this was proving that the devil was real. That was all they wanted. Like they didn't give a shit about anything else. The whole purpose of being like the paranormal is real was always from the context of the devil is a thing. So okay, that's kind of fun. Okay. So, of course, anyone famous is going to have critics. To put the critics to rest, 
Lorraine actually underwent scientific testing by parapsychologists at UCLA to prove that she was a trans medium. So she got tested. Oh. Yeah. Okay. How do you test that? The fuck if I know. I am not a parapsychologist. I wish I was. I don't make that kind of money. Yeah. I don't even know. Do you make money? Parapsychology. But like, but like, but like, did you not find anything? I honestly. Did you not just, you were just like, she got tested and then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. I think I meant to go back and do it and then I didn't because I'm garbage. But yeah. I I don't know. Because like, I know that there are like parapsychology groups that do testing. Um, I don't know like what those tests consist of. And I don't know like how those tests work, which is kind of unfortunate. I know that the. The lady that was, like, leading, the doctor that was leading on that was Dr. Thelma Moss. Okay. And after extensive study, she ruled the the team that was led by that doctor, led that Lorraine was a, or, excuse me, ruled that Lorraine was a light trans medium. So I don't know if it's, like, the classification is, like, light, medium, and heavy. Right. I want to know what the fuck a heavy medium is. What the hell? I don't know. Is that someone that... Probably just walks around in a constant state of, I see dead people's, like, ooh, constantly. No, thank you. Ouchies. So I will uh, cover that next week because I feel like I failed this week. So I will tell you what I found about uh, how to test a medium, as well as all of the spicy um, behind the warrants. Because like Katie already mentioned, there are some accusations that um, Ed was having a sexual relationship with a minor in his 30s. Um, who potentially lived with them, and Lorraine knew all about. So, we'll see. We'll see what the internet uh, gives us. I spilled pickle juice everywhere. Well, that sounds like a ish you, not an ish me. <laughs> you think you're so fucking funny, don't you? Oh, actually, Otto came up with that one. Thanks, man. Really slam dunked <laughs> it this week. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. I know. I've been saying it to people all week. Makes them so mad. I'm having a great time. I'm mad. I said it to my boss and she just, <gasps> she did this, she did this thing where she looks at me and she just like, she's smiling, but she's trying not to smile. And it's my fucking favorite. But <laughs> 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 she thinks I'm funny, but she knows she'll give me a big head if she tells me I'm funny. It's great. Ugh, that's such a good time. That's about par for the course. Are you, are you, is that it? Yeah, I'm done. That's it. Okay. Thank you for coming to the first half of Everything is Great in Warrentown. <laughs> What? What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, you fucking gremlin. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Hey, thank you for that. No. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so this is the part of the episode where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members. And we do have a new Patreon member and she signed Yo. up. Did you give her your sticker? No, she doesn't come by the place that I work so that I can give, give her a high five and a sticker. Give the boyfriend her sticker. <laughs> but That's I want to give her the high five. Did you tell her that she, that you No, I wait- told him to tell her, but he's kind of ditzy. Right. Sorry, so, Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, I already, he listens, I already knew. yell at me. <laughs> I already knew just by the fact that she didn't show up that he did not tell her. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So anyways. Fair, fair, um, fair, fair, fair. Sierra with a C. Swing by the place where I work with your boyfriend, and I give and you a high five and a sticker. I, I, Zoe doesn't have any stickers, which I, I, I do. I, 
What? I got your sticker. I got well. I got the sticker. Well, no, like you don't have a stack of stickers. Yeah. Is what, like, and my point is, is that yes, I see the sticker. The point is, is that I had to mail you a sticker to give her a sticker and yes. notes. So yes, I didn't think about that possibility of anyway. So ha. Sierra, welcome. She signed up for the investigator tier, and she's What's got up, dog? To bonus notes and a sticker. The investigator or the medium? Medium. Thank you. Ha. It's okay. Okay. I'm just staring at this pickle juice with absolutely nothing to clean it up with. Anyways, <laughs> so if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. Or if you want to just help us out, take not even five minutes, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Don't threaten them with the knife. They're not going <laughs> to do Nobody it. Nobody can see this. <laughs> head on over to Apple Apple Podcasts. Drop a rate review. Head on over to uh spotify. spotify yep and do it there too and then anywhere else you're listening to us please be sure to do the thing yeah because if you like what we do rate and review okay great thank you it's my stop it it's my turn <laughs> yeah it is tell me all about it so i katie groves will be covering nostradamus today god bless you and this was a request from arena our hell yeah previous previous patreon member she's my coworker, and she was like hey, do Nostradamus. And I was like, is he spooky? And she was like, <laughs> he did a yeah. lot of predictions. And I was like, done. We're sold. We're doing it. Sold. So I Send actually it. had never heard of Nostradamus until she brought it up. Like, like ever? Never. Like, okay. Tell, tell me if I'm wrong. Is, is Nostradamus the guy that did the, um, oh God, Angels and Demons? The Da Vinci Code? No, that no. was Da Vinci. That's that was in the name. Da- that was in the name. <laughs> <laughs> No, Nostradamus is the one that's like, the world is ending at this time, right? Correct. All the predictions. Okay. okay. Wow. Angels and demon guy. No, that was fucking Da Vinci, idiot. Oh, my God. I'm going to stop you're, talking. You're Can doing you take, great. take the thing? Yeah, I'm going to go now. You ready? Thanks. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this homeboy was named Mikel de no- Nostradame or Dom. No, it would be Nostradam. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, it's Mikel, not Michael. There's no A. No, I guess Mikael. Hmm. Mikael de ah. Nostradame. Whatever. Okay, that's what he was born. And depending on who you ask, it was either the 14th or the 21st of December 1503. Okay. Okay. He was born in the southern province of France, a southern province of France, which I'm not going to attempt to say. It's in France, hence the name that you, I can't fucking read. St. Remy de Provence. Okay. Yes, that looks pretty good. Okay, great. His parents were... Rainier de Saint Remy and his papa was You you mean his his mom was no, Rainier? His, his mom that's what I said. <gasps> and his papa is I'm trying to pronounce the father's name. That's why I Oh Papa okay. Jean de Nostradame. Okay. Okay, great. Uh Kay. he was a grain dealer. No way. He dealt in grain. Oh. <laughs> and oh. what? Oh. Oh, okay. All right. So a uh, part time notary of Jewish descent. I don't know what part-time notary of Jewish descent means, but fair. That's what he did. So they were originally Jewish, but their grandfather converted to Catholicism during the Inquisition because the Spanish Inquisition, right? Because no one ever expects the Spanish Inquisition, right? Except apparently his grandfather, right? So Nostradamus was n- one of nine. Okay, gross. That's a lot of children. Like, right. um. No, that was before contraception. I was about to say Catholic makes sense, but that was before contraception. Yeah. Okay. Nine still, children. No, thank still, you. They still fuck, rec- 
fuck like rabbits. Anyways. Ew. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what they say. Um, don't ask me who they is. Uh, so, he was kind of a boy genius. His grandfather would tutor him and shit. Uh, he learned all kinds of things like Latin, Greek, Hebrew, and mathematics. Mind you, before the age of 14, I am talking. Hell yeah. Get yes. it. He also learned the ancient rites of Jewish traditions. Okay. Uh, did, didn't Crowley also do some Jewish traditions in there? I, ancient, I don't. I don't kind of like, it would, I don't know which ones. I don't want to know. Like bar mitzvah? Maybe. Yeah. The, no, that's not. Okay. That's an ancient <laughs> Jewish tradition. It, <laughs> ain't, well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is. All right. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I don't know, um, though. I, I don't. Right. I don't know. Because I'm not Jewish and I'm not going to comment on it. I don't know. I can't remember if Crosby Crowley did anything. I, I can't remember either. I can't remember either. Probably did. He, he Pro- fucked with a lot of stuff he, that he shouldn't have. Right. He fucked with a lot of rites and traditions he wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to. Anyways. Um, cultural appropriation. So mm-hmm. he also leaned on the science of astrology. Yeah. <gasps> So he, he delves into, like, the heavens and people's destinies and looking at the stars and the bullshit, right? Ooh. So he got some woo-woo shit at an early age. That comes into play later. Okay. This motherfucker, at the age of 14, went to the, yeah. the University of Avignon. I put in my notes for drugs, but medicine. Oh. Drugs. For, for drugs. Av- Avignon. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So he only made it a year in, and then he was... I think I guess everyone was forced to leave. I don't know if it's because he was fourteen, but he was forced to leave because of the bubo- bubonic plague. I mean, that's a pretty good reason to leave. Correct. So instead, this motherfucker just traveled the countryside at the age of fifteen, working on his herbal medicine and apothecary. Hell yeah! Just mixing some drugs, dr- <laughs> nature <laughs> drugs. Later, in fifteen twenty-two. Okay. He went to the University of Montpelier Pl- okay. Plier? Plier? For, his, for his doctorate in meds. <gasps> Medicine. Yeah. Um, so he gets in, and they find out that he dabbled in apothecary, and then they kicked him out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they didn't. Oh, wow. Is right. that like the equivalent of somebody going to med school, and then they find out that you're really into, like, holistic home remedies? Yeah. <laughs> Like essential oils bullshit. It would be kind of like that. <laughs> like they find concrete oh. evidence that you're like fucking the system to like be a doctor to say, yes, use essential oils. You oh cannot do that as a doctor. So, <sighs> yep. So he was kicked out and they didn't like him anyways because he, he like obviously the, the universities had Catholic che- teachers and he was like yeah. astrology. And then the <laughs> teachers would be like, Jesus. And you'd be like, yeah, I'm not saying anything like different, just astrology too. <laughs> And they're right. very confused. Right, exactly. So, but depending on who you ask, he didn't get expelled and received his license to practice in 1525. I I cracked a joke in my notes that said it took my brother eight years to get his <laughs> doctors and then it took this guy only three. Yep. Yeah, that but sounds right. Nobody tell my brother I said that because he'll get mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's also a lot more shit to know. You don't just, uh, oh, no, you're having a hard time. Put a leech on it. So I mean, <laughs> no, just no. just uh, just uh, bloodletting. What do you mean? Do some cocaine about it. What's your issue? Oh my god! You know, <laughs> I mean, there's there's more stuff now. <laughs> Woo! Your kids coughing? Give them fucking cocaine. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. They'll be all right. Just put some um, iodine powder. Huh. <laughs> all right. So after he got his papers, he Latinized his name and became Nostradamus instead of Nostra Nostradame. 
Nostradamus. So, that's, so he went by Nostradamus. Cool. So he went Mr. Worldwide in France and Italy treating patients of the plague. This motherfucker oh, was, yeah, yeah, this guy did plague patients. So fun fact, mercury potions, bloodlettings, and garlic-soaked robes were the common treatments for the time. I told you, put yeah. a leech on it. Oh, sh- <laughs> Oh, my God. But not, but not Nostradamus. No, oh, no, no, no. oh, not, oh, no, whoa, no, no. whoa, Not whoa. this guy. Okay. He had this wild idea. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I need you to hold on okay. to your seat. Hold on to your butts. Don't panic. He had this wild idea called hygiene. Okay. And told people to stop throwing bodies out in the streets and just fucking leave them there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Not leaving a bunch of bodies outside during the plague. Well, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I agree. bodies would explode. Uh, Is that what happened? They got put in pits and burned, actually. Oh. Or people just got so sick that they got left outside. And, of course, the bloat and the sick and the rot happened. And then more people got sick. Right. But, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. Technically, yes. Gross. He came up with something called the rose pill. Okay. Which was a herbal lozenge. I call them lozengers, but lozenge. Whatever. That made that was made of rose hip. Okay. Which had a lot of vitamin C in it. Okay. So, fun fact, if you had like a mild case of the plague, this would actually help relieve some symptoms. Okay. All right. Yeah. Rock yeah. on. Get right. it. So, a uh, good, good old Domus, he actually had a high cure rate. Hell yeah. He basically telling people to keep clean. Uh, it could, a low-fat diets. I don't know why, but apparently having a low-fat diet helped. And then plenty of fresh air. Or Interesting. probably just not being around other people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So imagine being clean helps. Uh, So he, he became a little famous, you know, right? Because he's not, you know, poisoning people with fucking mercury. And yeah. yeah and people were like... Here's your money. You're great. Stay around. Help us. A leading scholar, Julius Caesar Scalier. Sure. And Agen, which a name like that, I would hope that you're a scholar because like Julius Absolutely. Caesar Scalier, like what a, what a fucking name. So this scholar invited your boy Damas to come work with him. Damas, yeah, absolutely. Right. Come on, yes. Damas. <laughs> so he goes to the area, goes to where the scholar lives. Uh, I guess gets established, meets a woman, they get married, <gasps> they have two kids, and then they fucking die in fifteen thirty-four. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like like he died too, or like no, no, just no, no, the no. wife and kids. Just the wife and kids. He lives. No. Yeah, they, they fucking die. That's awful. Yep. Um he had gone on a trip to Italy to okay. help I guess with the blow up of pay- of like a whatever. And uh it was speculated that they died of the plague oh while my God. he was away. Right. So That's be- awful. Because they died, he lost his family to the plague. He yeah. fell out of favor with the community and the scholar guy. How that fucked- doesn't make sense. That- How fucked is that? That's not okay. Is it just because like he couldn't keep them from dying of the plague? Right. I guess that's people's that's stupid. It's like, well, if he let his family die, then he must not be that good. That's not how sickness works. Right. Or immune systems. So, remember how I was like, he said astrology, and the guy was yeah. like, Jesus. Okay, so in 1538, he makes another offhanded comment. Oh, and, no. Yeah, and then he's charged with heresy. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Yep. 
So he was court ordered to appear in front of the Church of Inquisition, the Church Inquisition, whatever, the Church of Inquisition. But your boy, he's smart. Thomas is smart. And yeah. he fucking dips. Uh, it's probably the only reason he's still alive at this point. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Oh, he, no, he's not alive today. Um, yeah, he fucking dips. So he starts traveling all over Italy, Greece, and Turkey, treating plague patients. I mean, that's all he has left, which is really fucking sad. Yeah. So during his, like, travelings around there, he starts having... Uh, scholars speculate he starts having his psychic awakening. Okay. For example... Uh-huh. Uh, he was traveling in Italy. Oh, I meant to look up this word. Fuck! Uh, he he was traveling in Italy when he came upon Franciscan monks. Okay. Forgive me if that's not how it's pronounced. I don't, I don't want to look it up right now. So... You're great. He looked at one of the monks and he said, "You." And the guy's and the guy's name was Felice Peretti. 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 Thank you, Felice. Yeah. He said, "You, you're gonna be a pope." Oh hell yeah! And wouldn't you know it, this guy became Pope Sixtus the Fifth in 1585. I'm kind of annoyed that it's not Pope Fithus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying what was on my brain when I read that. You're welcome. Okay. Pope Sixtus the Fifth. How about, yeah, Fifthus. <laughs> or or Pope, Pope Sixtus the Sixth. <laughs> That's stupid. That says Sixtus, right? Yeah, it does. Okay, great. Stupid. So after traveling and dip, dipping and hiding from the, the church inquisition, he, yeah. he, he, he makes it, he moseys his way back to France to have another, have another go at settling in. Hopefully he lays, he lays low this time. Uh, 1547. Gets back. Yeah. Actually, he goes back to his hometown and marries okay. a rich, a rich widow, and together they have six children. Yowzers! I told you, yowzers! The damn Catholics. Uh, he wrote two books. Uh, one he translated this book called Galen, the Roman Physician, and the second uh-huh. book he wrote I am not going to pronounce, uh, but I did link it. It's apparently in Amazon. It's a medical cookbook. It's like one page for treating the plague and also how to prep cosmetics. Huh. 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 That's a little but weird. Maybe like how to keep your cosmetics clean. Or maybe how to like I don't know. Bro, it's expensive. Yeah, it's not it's like, it's 18, like $20. dollars. Yeah. What the heck? One star. Collector's edition. Yeah, I know. There no one read <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Anyways. Huh. At this point, he moves away from medicine and starts to dabble in the occult. Just just a sprinkle, oh. if you will. Oh. Yeah. Tell me. He would spend several hours a night just meditating in front of a fucking bowl of water filled with water and herbs, when you know it. Was this like... Okay. Proceed. I, I'm a little upset that I didn't delve more into like what he did in the occult, but like, I, I promise I got better stuff coming up at the end. It's all good. It's okay, all great. perfectly fine. Okay. So, when he would do these meditations in front of the bowls... <laughs> was it bowls of weed anyways at this See, point no i straight up was gonna ask you like okay is this like a an early bong like what, what are we doing here i don't, <laughs> I don't know. know no 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 it's probably actually just like herbs that's all my cat was calling at me but it was not the cat that was weird oh cool. so yeah so as he was in front of these bowls he would go into a trance and this is when uh-huh. he would start receiving his visions of the future gross okay so at the time people would write almanacs which I know, okay. like for for us, it's like weather. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Farming, it's that's it's the way it was described. It's not quite like that back in the 1550s. It's a little different. 
right? Yeah. Okay. So he wrote his first almanac of astrology in 1550. Okay. Okay. It was a success. It was huge. People fucking loved it. A huge success. Beautiful. So, again, by 1554, he was just fucking streamlining these visions, right? They were just coming to him left and right. Okay. And he starts writing them all down. So his his plan, his, like, you know, do-all, be-all, end-all, like, end-game, right? Yeah. Is he wants to come out with a book of all of his visions called Centuries. It's going to okay. be 10 volumes of 100 predictions over the course of 2,000 years. I like that he was going to name it Centuries. Yes. I mean, I yeah. It should have been called Two Centuries, but. I mean, yeah, but. So before he publishes, because like the centuries books has like all like most predictions, right? But he comes out with a like a like a tester book, like a like a let me tickle your palate book, yeah, where he puts all of his majors prophecies in called les prophecies. Of course, right? Okay, the that prophecies. One yeah, right. That one wasn't so witty. Also, fun fact about the French language: do you know how like when we show possession of something in a sentence, we do the apostrophe s? Yeah, the French do not have that. Interesting. Yeah. So when you see like um, Saint Remy de Provence, that's Saint Remy, Saint Remy of Provence. But like huh. you can you could switch it and say Provence's Saint Remy. It not in this situation, but like you can say like the hair of Zoe. Yeah. Or you can say Zoe. Like for us, we'd say Zoe's hair, but in French, yeah. they would always say the hair of Zoe. Okay. Because they're fucking pretentious. So interesting, <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting. Again, we open the door for any comebacks as Americans. Bring it. Come on, get us. <laughs> we know so, our language is dumb. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Anyways, um, the word "enough" is fucking stupid. Anyways, so here's the catch. Here's the catch. Okay. He was fearful of religious persecution, right? Because he just fucked off for whoever, who God knows how many years. I mean, I could look up how many years, but he, you know, had to run away. So because of that, he had to hide the meaning of his predictions in what are called quartrains. Okay. I probably pronounced that wrong like an asshole, but... You're fine. These are rhymed four-lined verses, and then he would mix in other languages, Greek, Italian, and a French Southern dialect. That's annoying. Yes, fucking annoying. So not only are they... uh, Four-lined, vague verses are also in another language. But, I mean, obviously, we can decipher that point. But there's still... I still have I still have verses at the end when we get there. It's going to be great. Okay. So, he ended up having a good relationship with the Roman Catholic Church, surprisingly enough. And as long as he didn't, like, talk about magic in these okay. books, it kind of made him a little famous. No one really cared. I mean, except there were a few people who were like, he's collabing with the devil. Like... Well, yeah. He's, he's fucking crazy. But for the most part, he was just, like, streamlining this shit because everyone fucking loved it. So, the wife of King Henry II of France at the time. Okay. His wife, Catherine de Mich- Medici. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Loved his bullshit. Sounds loved right. Loved it. And, and I say bullshit with love, but, like, loved his bullshit. Um, Nostra, he, in his almanac alluded some threats to the loyal f- royal family. So she was like, no, 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 you're coming no, to the give palace. Me. Tell me. G- yep, you're coming, because I can, because I'm the queen. You're my Come new on. boy. Tell me. Right, right. So he rolled up, told her the details, and even did horoscopes for her children. How nice. How cute. Nice. Right, cute, right? So he was made 
physician in ordinary in the king's court and then he oh, was damn. also he was given another fucking title and in my after weightlifting brain forgot the second title that's fine but it's fine so your boy he does shocker pass away wouldn't you know it wouldn't you believe it he does die so well he's, it is what it is <laughs> spoiler uh he suffered from gout most of his life okay untreated gout Ooh. uh turns into edema where fluids yeah. pool underneath the skin and or within the cavities of the body. All of that untreated will lead to congestive heart failure. Yeah. So on July 1st of I don't know what fucking year, after he had his will drawn up, he looked at his secretary and he said, you will not find me alive at sunrise. And that prediction, wouldn't you know it, was correct. He was dead on the floor the next morning. Interesting. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, I laugh, but... I mean, someone died, and that's sad, but I'm trying to make a joke. It's fine. It's so, what, it is. what everyone is here for is the prophecies, right? Gimme. Okay, so let's let's talk prophecies, because that's all we care about. You guys just rolled through that bullshit just to get Absolutely, to... Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. History for the prophecies, gimme. So, Dividing Daddy Nostradamus, Dividing Daddy Damus, right? I did not come up with that. Uh, I found that in the New York Post, which I linked in my notes. They called him Dividing Daddy. Divining daddy? Divining. Yeah. Divining Div- daddy? Oh, divin. That's a Div- word, too. Tell me Div- it's a word. Div- I Div- don't divinations. Know. Yeah, divining. Right? Yeah. Divining daddy. I'm upset. That's I okay. Read. You're doing great. I don't. That's okay. I don't know. I just work here. Okay. That's okay. I once misread the word lions for loins. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. Divining daddy. Divining daddy, Domus. All right. Proceed. Uh, he had been accredited with predicting most popular, but we're gonna go through him. Okay. The French Revolution, rise of Napoleon, Hitler, the assassination Whoa. of JFK, the atomic bomb, and nine eleven. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> okay. Proceed. Okay. All right. So first off, we're, we're we're gonna go through like um timeline. I kind of put them in order. So he had a prophecy about Henry the Second, the guy who he was like in the, the dude's palace, right? Yes. So he wrote, "The young lion will overcome the older one." On the field of combat, in a single battle, he will pierce his eyes through a golden cage. Two wounds made one. Then he dies a cruel death. You ready? Ew. You ready for what happened? Yeah. In a jousting competition, King Henry threw his faceplate, which it must have been a golden uh, helmet. Okay. The the javelin, the jousting lance. It's called a lance. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Goes through his face helmet, into his eyeball, and into his brain. Jesus. Uh, it took him 10 days to die. Oh, my God. Yep. He was That is a on. cruel death. I yeah. would agree. And also, it was two wounds made one through his eye and into his brain. Gross. Yep. Um, so he, he, totally, he totally says the French Revolution's in the stars, right? So he wrote, From the enslaved populace, songs chants and demands while prince and lords are held captive in prisons these will in the future by headless idiots be received as divine prayers oh isn't that wild yep. because the whole french revolution is behead him yeah yeah damn all right so the great fire of london okay he called it okay the blood of the just will commit a fault at london burnt through lighting of 23 the 6th the ancient lady will fall from her high palace 
from her high place, several of the same sect will be killed. Damn. All right. Right. Uh, predicted Hitler. He wrote. He wrote two two things about him. Okay. Okay. From the depths of west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase toward the realm of the east. The second, the second one is, beasts ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. Okay. Into, into a cage of iron will the great one be drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. So huh. literally the, the rise of Hitler and then the invasion of Hitler. Huh. I fucking hate it. Interesting. He he predicts the droppings of atomic bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Okay. That makes me uncomfortable. Near the gates and within two cities, there will be two scourges, the likes of which was never seen. Famine within plague put out by steel, crying to the great immortal god for relief. Huh. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, that's not that's not great. Ah. Um, assassination of JFK and Bobby Kennedy. It was more of JFK. Anyways, okay. uh, the great man will be struck down in the day by a thunderbolt, an evil deed foretold by the bearer of a petition. According to the prediction, another falls at nighttime. Conflict at Rhymes, London, and a pestilence in Tuscany. I don't know huh. where the London and Tuscany comes from, but... I don't know. Interesting. You want to hear the one about... Are you reading ahead? No. Yes. No. Liar. Never. You're looking up Arethusa. Can't Yeah, that. correct. That I am, because who the fuck... What is that? Uh, gotta be a god goddess? A wood nymph. What? A wood nymph who changed into a spring while fleeing the advance of the river god Alpheus. Huh. Who was her lover. Ah. Quote unquote lover. Anyways. Yeah. Quote unquote. So, so 9 11. Uh, earth shaking fire from the center of the earth will cause tremors around the new city. Two great rocks will war for a long time. Then Arethus, Arethusa, please, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, I think that's right. Arethusa. Okay. Will redden a new river, meaning the, t- the two great rocks is the tower. When it falls, a lot yeah. of people's going to die. Oop. <sighs> so uh let's see he also there was like a one-liner i couldn't find the rest of it but he like predicted just how awful living in the modern world would be of few young people <laughs> half dead to give a start ha <laughs> <laughs> um let's see that an inflation and starvation will occur in 2022 ouch this article was written before 2022 so ouch. it's literally not talking about how the war right now is causing inflation and will Make food hard. Um, we no abbots, monks, no novice to learn. Honey shawl costs far more than candle wax. So high the price of wheat that man is stirred, his fellow man to eat in his de- despair. I don't care how hungry I get. I'm not going to eat another person. I think it's more of like sur- like survival of the fittest. Of yeah. like the poor is going to die out. Not like the. Yeah, rich I was trying to make a joke because I'm uncomfortable. Oh okay. Yeah. See, I'm, I think you're right, though. Right. It's just someone who's richer is going to take advantage of someone who's poor. <laughs> <laughs> what about the rise of AI? Artificial intelligence. Tell me. He predicted that. Apparently. Uh, let's see. The moon in the full of night over the high mountain. 
the new sage with a lone brain sees it. By his disciples invited to be immortal, eyes to the south, hands in bosom's body in the fire. Ew. Uh, apparently people think that's artificial intelligence, which I can understand new sage with a lone brain sees it. Okay. I need a breakdown. I, I, need, I need more on that one. But anyways, uh, apparently he predicted some nuclear fallout with some climate change. Okay. For 40 years, the rainbow will not be seen. For 40 years, it will be seen every day. The dry earth will grow more parched, and there will be great floods when it is seen. Well, hopefully that's not a thing. Which that can also just be like Yellowstone erupting. Yeah, doesn't have to be nuclear. But for 40 years, that's not good. We're not going to make it. That's not great. Yeah, we're not going to make it. Uh, The rise of cryptocurrency? Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? The copies of gold and silver inflated, which after the theft were thrown into the lake, at the discovery, all that is exhausted and dissipated by the debt, all scripts and bonds will be wiped out. Huh. Basically, all the money as we know it will just cease to exist. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. Uh, an asteroid impact in 2021. Uh, he said in 2021, a fire I do see from the sky shall fall, which we did have a close encounter, by the way. In 2021. Hmm. Yep. We did. Gross. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he predicted that France will be invaded in 2022. Okay. Explain. Which, which that could also... I also, Someone else... Bleh, someone else said it was just World War II. Okay. All right. Uh, blue head shall white head harm in such degree as France's good to both shall ever amount. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, fair. And then the last one, he predicted global warming. Excuse me. Okay. Climate change. We can't Ha-ha. confuse. We can't confuse the people out there. Um, like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea. The black sea's living fish shall all but boil. When Rhodes and Genoa half starved shall be, the local folk to cut them up shall toil. Interesting. Some Rhodes some of these I feel like could have been previous things. Like. Like. So, with the 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 one that's like the rise of the cryptocurrency, right? Um, where was where was he living? France. France. Uh, what was the the French money? Was it the euro? No, it wasn't always the euro. Okay, it so be- it it could have just been the whatever the currency was before the euro. Yeah, exactly. All right. No, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. So I don't know, but I mean, it's good regardless. Right. It's still gross and spooky. Makes me a little unsettled. So that's, so that's a thing. It. That is that is it. That is that is Nostradamus. Nostradamu. Uh, the d- d- divining daddy Damus, or <laughs> Damus the, the divining daddy. Divining Damus daddy? No. Yes. Not that one. Don't do oh. that one. Nope. That one's weird. Real in the bees. Real men. Trying. Okay. Interesting. 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 That's beautiful. It. Beautiful. I'm beautiful. Go, I'm gonna go to bed. Oh. Oh. I mean, I, it's, yeah. I it's guess. past my bedtime. Oh my god! It's eight o'clock. It's my bedtime's in 30 minutes. <laughs> what the fuck? I get up at 4.50. We've been over oh, this. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I do forget. Gross. Yeah. I like getting out early, so I go to the gym, and there's nobody there. Fair. Icky, but like fair. It. Right. And it's just quiet when I go in, in the mornings. That's true. That's true. All right. Okay. Good talk. All right. Great. Thanks. Appreciate, appreciate you uh, listening. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for letting us grace your ears. Oh, no. I was saying... 
you, oh. Zoe. I guess the listeners oh. too. I guess we. Can, I mean, the listeners, absolutely. Right. I guess. I guess we can talk about them. Yeah. Thank. Thanks for letting us grace <laughs> your ears. I appreciate you. I jest. I jest. Okay. Are we done? Yeah, I think so. All I right, don't cool. have any other like follow up jokes. Okay, great. Uh, if you want to check us out, be sure to head on over to Patreon. Nope. Fuck our website, hauntherbellyknowher.com. We have a contact page. You could drop um, a suggestion like Rena did, and I'll we'll cover it if it's Hell normal. Yeah. Just not true crime. I mean, I still although wanna. I know you do, but we're not going to. But a, a a a type of true crime I will entertain is people's disappearance that are that is borderline paranormal because there are some people who like. There is fucking no trace of them, and the only yeah. explanation is they fell through the matrix. They literally just glitched out of existence. That is the only yeah. one that I will entertain. Okay, all right. So, so if it's like the back rooms, that kind of thing. Correct. Right. If it's okay. like fucked up, we can't understand where they went. I, I might entertain one as a pilot episode, and we'll see. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. Accept. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. We're also on social media. Where are we? Instagram and Twitter at yeah. H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. And I'm coming back. I'm making my comeback on Twitter. No. Instagram. Fuck. I was about to say Instagram. Get it together. What are you doing? (sighs) I need sleep. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, go to bed. I deadlifted 145 pounds. Good job. You're doing great. Thanks. I'm proud of you. And I didn't hurt my back too much. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, great. All right. Um, Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or any of those weird predicty things. What? Nostradamus daddy. No. (laughs) Divining daddy Damas. There you go.